Now, if you think about those call to actions that you're posting about all those call to actions, what is it that you're doing consistently in those call to actions? And what are you not doing consistently? So if everything is a call to action, then you're consistently just asking for things. If hardly anything is a call to action, then when you do ask for something back after you've given, it's definitely going to land on good ears instead of deaf ears. You see what I mean? Same thing works with a music link or a music video post. When you guys desert people for months at a time and don't engage, don't stay around, don't hang out with people, and then you just ask them out of nowhere to buy your album, listen to your single, you know, support your video, do this, do that, do that, I'm back. Like it's some kind of gift that you're back. That's just rude. It really is. And yet musicians do it time after time. And then they wonder or they get fed up with social media thinking, oh, nobody cares. You know, this just doesn't work. Well, it doesn't work because you haven't put any time into it. That's exactly why it doesn't work. So I get into this conversation all the time with people where they're like very down on music. And it doesn't have to be that way. They're actually creating the reaction that they're getting. And that's the most hysterical thing I've ever been involved with in my entire life. Working in this business for 10 years, I have found out that unfortunately, not a lot of musicians have enough heart in their fan base. They have heart in their music and what they want from it, but they're not willing to give. They feel like the music is giving enough, but it's really not. That's like the ego bubble that they're in. So you have to like think of what value you're bringing to people. What kind of relationship and friendship are you bringing to people? And when they enjoy your music, they listen to it because they like you. They listen to it because they want to see what you're up to. They anticipate a video because you've been talking about it for a month. Not because you just announced it was there and you haven't been there for a month. That's the huge difference in the people who make it and the ones who don't. They understand what fans really are about and how they like to be treated. You know, there are plenty of ways to show people what you create, what you do, and how you do it without begging for dollars and adding call to actions on every post. When you have done a great job at posting and you have a strategy that rolls out consistently over time and shows up for people over and over and over again, then everything you pursue from that point becomes a lot easier. People will pursue you for what you have and what you do really well. And if you see people not listening, if you see people not buying, then you're doing something wrong. Either the value doesn't match the expectation and that doesn't match the price, or you haven't shown people why the thing is valuable. So there's something in the story or something in the value of the content that's wrong. And those are those little factors that have to be tweaked and adjusted. Either for musicians, either the music's not right, either the fans don't want to hear the kind of music that you're playing, so you've attracted the wrong fans, or you've switched music to the point where it's out of their, you know, their their understanding or their what they like, or you're not able to tell your story right. So this is why you have to listen to what people are saying. Now, I know there are a lot of haters out there, and I know it's it just sucks to hear bad news. But honestly, 
I review music every single Sunday, every weekend. And it's not always going to be a style that I like, but I don't let that lead my decision. If it has clarity, if it's really good quality music, and if I feel like it matches the person who is selling the music, like if their brand is on point and they have a strong, they have a really strong brand presence and a real strong direction, that's the kind of music that I look for to take it to the next level, to put it on the right on the radio show. If it doesn't do that, then I will say something to the person. And it's always amazing to me that they Instead of taking the advice and trying to make it better, the attitude is, I shouldn't put my music up on social media because nobody understands me. That is not listening to constructive criticism. And you have to know the difference. Because when somebody says, hey, listen, I can't understand the lyrics because the clarity isn't there. Why don't you try to work with a producer to produce something of better clarity? And then they say that I don't get them. Well, I can't get them if I don't understand the words, right? And if the production isn't as good as the other guy's stuff, then obviously there's something wrong with the production. This is constructive criticism versus just critiques. You have to learn to take it if you're going to put it out there, and you have to learn to listen so that you know what people want from you so you can deliver that to them and get the response that you want. You're not going to get people's attention. You're not going to get them to do what you want them to do unless you're willing to listen and you're willing to give them what they're asking for. Now, when you have done a great job on your post and what it is that you're posting about, people will pursue you actively for more of it. So you're going to get that feedback. Believe me, it's there. And it happens every time when you get it right. Just be patient and focus on creating amazing content that helps to support what you do consistently. And I say consistently. That means that no matter what, even if you pre-schedule something, something has to connect every single day with your people. Not every minute, not every hour, and not in in duplicate ways. Something unique and original has to connect. Now, somewhere, even if you're in your car at a stoplight, you can jump on and say hello in a live stream. You can create a five-second, a 10-second, a 30-second video sometime during your day. Or you can put up a selfie and say hello, even dictate the directions or the description into the phone. There are so many ways that you could do the minimum at the right time and keep that consistent that there's no excuse for you not to be there. If you want plays on your music video, live stream and drop short videos as well as images during the planning and the creation so that when you finally launch it on Facebook or you launch it on YouTube, your fans know it. They know about it, they anticipate it, and they know it's coming. So they're going to look for it. Same thing with music. Don't just promote the music once it's done. Take the time out to show the behind the scenes. If you can stop to eat, you can stop to have a chat on your social media page. If you can stop to watch TV, you can stop to take 15 seconds or 30 seconds and do a video post. Anytime that you can do anything that's relaxing, you should be spending at least a fraction of that with your fans. Otherwise, 
stay off social media, and don't even think of being there because you're not adding any value to yourself or to anyone else. And honestly, if you don't want to take 15 seconds out for your fans, you don't want to be there. You can't fake your way through that one. Everybody's going to know. And the worst thing you can do is just keep vlogging a dead horse. If you don't want to be somewhere and you're not passionate about connecting with people and hearing feedback and being really excited and letting people celebrate with you, then I don't know what to say. You maybe should rethink about being in the entertainment business and you should also rethink about your strategy and marketing plan moving forward because this is where it's at. Social media is happening. It's real. It's where everybody is. And if you really take the time to create amazing content, why not build up a fan base and have a really amazing supportive community around what you're doing? I love it. I think it is the best thing that has ever happened to any entrepreneur or musician or anyone running a business because you can share your creativity and your skills with the world. You can get direct in the moment feedback from people. You can get friends and build relationships with people and connections all over the world. And you can talk to people that you never had access to before this day and age. This is Jacqueline Jacks for AVA Live Radio. I hope this has been really helpful. And if it has, please share it with your friends. Share it with your pages. It will add value to your page, especially if you have people out there really hustling and trying to live and build that dream just like you. I think they'll really enjoy what I had to say here today. Also, don't forget, I have another one on optimizing your social media strategy to build fan engagement. That was yesterday's segment, so go back and listen to that one. I'll see you guys again tomorrow, and I hope you liked today's show. guys, this is Jacqueline Jacks from AVA Live Radio. So yesterday I talked a lot about optimizing your social media strategy to build fan engagement. And today I am talking about how to add value to your social media pages to boost engagement. So I really recommend after this episode, go back to the other episode and go ahead and give it a listen because it's really, really important information and I think it's going to be so helpful to you. Adding value is a tricky thing though. Most people think that everything they do is valuable to people and I guess it's because we kind of live in this really ego-driven bubble on social media, but for your content to actually become something of value, you need to look closely at what you're saying and you're showing as well as how you're interacting with people after it's posted. That's really important when it comes to social media because we could think the things add value, but until you really look through them and strategize and maybe go back and review your posts that have done well and review the ones that haven't done well, you'll never really understand why some posts just don't. And when I look at people's pages, because people ask me to do um, page evaluations all the time. So for my clients in entertainment 
entertainment, branding, and marketing, uh, usually the page is like borderline when I first get it. It's, it's either got no value at all. It's just all call to action, all pushing their links in front of people, all asking for things, you know, trying to push, 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 and doing it really often very in very re- repetitive ways. Or it walks on the uh, line of very boring, you know, where it's like it's posting. It's not really asking for anything. It's not really showing anything. You don't care about it. You're just posting and it seems like a dead zone. So there's really two ways that I get pages in the initial stages. And then after that, as we start working with them, if somebody starts getting engagement, a lot of times it's easy to go into this over ego driven bubble where you think that everybody loves the content so much that you stop working at it and that's where you run into trouble and you know so all of these things obviously have to take into consideration as you're building your pages out but something of value you need to look really closely to see how you're saying it like I said how you're showing it and how you're interacting with people after it's posted You'd be surprised by the number of pages that do not provide value at all, like I said, to their audience in any way, shape, or form. Your Facebook page is a big one where people are going so wrong. It's not a platform for you to sell your products. It's actually blocking people from doing it because Facebook users turn off those kinds of posts and jump ship when they see too many of them. So you'll actually get people that will unsubscribe to you and turn off your posts. Even if they keep liking it, they'll turn it off in a real sneaky way so that you don't know that they're not seeing them at all. You just see that post reach go down to zero or one less than 1%. And you realize that you've really messed up and you've got to start over. You'd be surprised by the number of pages that um, are doing it this way. Your Facebook page should be about building trust and connecting community. It should be for entertainment and fun and not only for driving sales, but asking and asking for things. You've got to be like talking to your audience and promoting that connection, you know, building that friendship so that you can provide what they want. And believe me, This doesn't mean you should never promote content. It just means that you should focus more on your audience's needs and solve their problems rather than looking to profit 24-7. One great example of this is when you have a business page and you see that um, there's a personal brand tied to it. Instead of that business page just being link after link of like, you know, go listen to my video on YouTube, go do this, go do that. Those are just all call to actions and they're so boring. And you know what? They don't tell anybody why they should. Why should I spend my time doing this for you? What is it going to bring me? It, you don't even offer that much, you know, and that's what people are doing so wrong. Now, even if you took the time to said and said, go listen to my video, it will tell you this, or go listen to my video, it will provide this or you know something like that. That's not even enough because you're asking for someone's most valuable asset. You're asking to take their time away from them and give you their attention. You have to earn it. So when people get on their pages and they demand and, and put call to actions and they get attitudes about it and they have these high expectations from people without giving anything, without showing up for them, you know, it's kind of 
silly, right? It's very egocentric bubble, bubble man, because like, it's just why would they do that? You know, why should you expect it? They don't expect it of you. So why should you expect it? So this is why I say the content on any Facebook, Instagram page, it needs to be 10% promotional. They say 80-20, but I really advise 10 or less because believe me, people know what you're up to. They know what you're doing. It's ineffective anyway. So you should strive to be helpful and useful and valuable to your audience. And that will solicit a business transaction because when people start talking to you, they know what you're there for. You know, they know what you do for a living, especially if you get really good at shaping out your posts. And I'm going to tell you more about that in a second. But save the business transactions for people who solicit them to you, want things from you. There's marketplaces on Facebook. You can post your things in marketplace and that will bring in people specifically looking to purchase something that you have. There's also, um, description boxes and there's those, you know, few, like every few posts, you can post something that you have for sale. You could talk about it in a live stream. So like if you're a musician and you're selling music, you could do a really great performance and live stream. And then every so often you stop and say, Hey guys, I'd love it. If you purchased my album, if you really like my songs this much, and you're still here listening to them, you know, here's one for $10, two for $20 or two for 15, you know, and all you have to do is just use the link in my bio. It goes to PayPal, you know, send me 15 bucks and I'll make sure that you get the album, you know? So like, it's really easy to make sales when you're not pushing to make sales, when you're leading with value and you're leading with the relationship first. Believe me, when I sell my pictures on my Facebook page and I take a lot of pictures and a lot of my fans like to buy my pictures, I don't really go after new fans to buy pictures. It just happens that way. I'll post a picture or do a live stream of me signing the pictures or showing the pictures and telling them where they can get them. And believe me, those sales come in. But they typically come in from people who've been on a page and engaged with me several times. So if I were to look at the type of sales that I make and why, it's usually from people who are on board with me and, and know me and trust me and know that they're going to get exactly what I, they order. And they know why they're supporting it. They know why they're ordering it. They're doing it because they care about me and they've been on board with me. They know where that money's going and why I'm doing it. So you see, I've built that up over my story. I haven't just gone after the sale. It's something that has been created over time. 